Hey everyone, this is uh, time for not a live look at the astrology. It's time for a pre-recorded look at the astrology. Uh, my name is Katie Sweetman and this is Empowering Astrology. And we are looking at the astrology of this week, August 9th through 15th, 2021. So yeah, uh, if you're watching this, um, unfortunately we're, we're not able to do it live like we normally do at 6 p.m. Eastern um, every Monday, but uh, maybe this gives you all an, uh, an opportunity to watch it in advance because I'm going to post it earlier. Um, but yeah, sometimes life comes up and we have to sort of navigate and negotiate. Uh, we just had this Leo new moon and I knew going into this Leo new moon that there was going to be some um, interesting energy and maybe you all are feeling this interesting energy it's sort of this is the framework that i've been writing about it's like throughout 2021 we have one foot in a new life we have one foot in an old life and this is symbolized by two planets in the sky making something called a square square is 90 degrees um sometimes when you read about squares it's like oh no a square a square is bad Square is the energy of manifestation. It is about bringing something into form. It creates friction. And when you think of a square, think about the determination and the energy needed, like going to a gym to build muscle. It's like that's sort of where we're at. We're really trying to work and to build something this year, except the planets that we're doing this with Saturn and Uranus, particularly Uranus, it's like we have to do this, but we have to do it in a completely different way than we've been doing it previously. And I feel like in 2021, we all came to some sort of a stop. Uh, and this was um, shown in uh, Saturn conjunct Pluto in January of 2020. And then sort of cracks started to form in our life. And and I feel like in 2021, we are taking, like life is sort of taking a new shape and we can either resist it, fight it, work with it, uh, try to take empowered steps to free us from something, free ourselves from something in the past that just wasn't working anymore. Um, so this Leo new moon that we had yesterday, August 8th, 2021, it brought to a head this energy and it seeded a lunar month where we are sort of taking the next step up with this Saturn square Uranus. Like something has to change. And it's not to say that like something bad has to happen, but it sort of forces an issue. If you've not been wanting to deal with something, well, here comes Saturn square Uranus. And it's like, well, here, now you're going to have to deal with it. For example, if something, if you've not been looking at something, something's in your blind spot, been in your unconscious, you might be seeing some shifts and move over the coming days and weeks. But in all, this is a time when we really have to be ourselves. And being ourselves is a frequency of energy. It's like a note. And it's something that comes from inside of us. And it's what separates me from you and all the other 8 billion people on this planet. But it's really important. I think Leo season is time to get back to the self. What is it that makes you you? It's a note. It's a flavor. It's a taste. But it may mean that you are currently in situations that don't, that don't allow you to be you. It could be a career. It could be a relationship. It could be a place that you live in. So I just sort of recap this Leo new moon that we have on August 8th, because its energies are with us throughout the week, it's into next week. 
And if you want to use this energy, uh, use it to break down something from the past, to do something differently, to reinvent. That's really, I think, the most positive way uh, to use this energy is to really uh, reinvent something that needs to be reinvented. Um, but again, my name is Katie Sweetman. I'm an astrologer and psychic medium here in New York City, actually in Jersey City, uh, just across the river. Um, I was talking to a client last week and, you know, I said I was a psychic medium, but I have a, you know, quote unquote, a joke. Um, I don't do dead people. I have no dead people policy. She's like, well, what kind of medium are you? And here's the thing. And this is a little side note because we're on, I guess we're on the subject. Um, mediums come in a lot of different forms. Yes, there's the people that can communicate with their, your relatives who have passed on. And do that it's just not my preference there's it's like you have to go to different neighborhoods to get different information i just prefer working with your spirit team we all have a spirit team so yeah i, I look at the astrology the astrology tells me one side of things tell, talks about potential it talks about sort of the structure in which your life is built it doesn't tell me about you it doesn't tell me about how you live it and that's where your spirit guides come in because they're like come on like you're only living in this uh potential 20%, 5%, 50%. So sometimes they have me push you for them, but that's a little bit of a side note. So yes, to go back, you know, this is the astrology of August 9th through 15th. We're just coming off the Leo new moon uh, this week. And on Monday, August 9th, we have not just a Virgo moon, you know, we sort of Leo energy is the sign of the sun. The sun is about that spark of creativity, the spark of the divine that lives within, if we're gonna be a little bit esoteric about it. Uh, it's a sign that wants us to shine like the sun, to assert our individuality, to play in who we are. And the, but Leo can be very conceptual, it can be more about vision, and then you get to Virgo, and Virgo's like, okay, well, how do we make this real? So we're going into this week, you know, coming off of this Leo new moon, and maybe we had a lot of big ideas, or maybe something showed itself to us, and we're like, wow, I could go in this direction. Um, but here we have a Virgo moon as we start the week, and Virgo is all about practicality, craft, uh, attention to the details and organization. So keep that in mind as you start the week, you know, how do you hustle? How do you take this energy um, and, and sort of put it into practice? I will say on Monday, uh, August 9th, we do have Venus opposite Neptune. Um, Venus is in Virgo right now, a sign that's typically not at home in, and it's opposing Neptune and Pisces. So kind of a way, let's say traditional way of looking at this aspect is the sort of quote unquote, all that glitters is not gold. There's a sense of glamour and illusion and the surface of something with venus opposite neptune but then it's like what's underneath i think we also have to look at it a little bit differently because venus is in the sign of service and helping others and sort of tending to other people first so i think that this opposition can also give us um a little bit of a check-in where we self-sacrifice where we put the needs of others first to our detriment and the thing about a Neptune opposition is that we can sometimes get sort of lost in um, our story and sometimes our pain body or our ego. Um, but sometimes there's also the higher side of Neptune, got to work to get there, 
where it can talk about compassion, forgiveness, surrender, redemption, letting something go. So maybe we need to let go of some old story about putting other people first. I don't mean that we can't all be um, helping others. Of course we need to help others, but sometimes we do it to our detriment. So it's just something to examine as you go into this week. It's Leo season, again, the sign of the sun, the sign of the self. And then we have on August 10th, um, Mercury will oppose Jupiter. So Mercury's been in Leo, kind of did a little bit of a fast move through Leo after spending what felt like forever in Gemini because it had that retrograde. Um, but yeah, Leo, Mercury in Leo is the need to express oneself, express one's voice, one's creative ideas and vision. Um, it's a very creative placement for for Mercury and it's opposing Jupiter. So sometimes a way of looking at this traditionally as Mercury opposite Jupiter is somebody who tells tall tales. You know, this is sort of the aggrandizing, there's sort of the exaggerating um, aspects of Mercury. Mercury is a voice, it's thoughts, it's ideas, it's facts, it's information. And then Jupiter sort of makes it bigger and embellishes it. But I think there's also the opposition um, can sometimes talk about the tension of opposites, sort of more of a dynamic energy that needs some sort of resolution. We can't sort of sleep on an opposition. And Jupiter in Aquarius is very mindful, um, very well-educated, you know, Jupiter in Aquarius, of systems and networks and science and technology. And I think that Mercury opposite Jupiter and Aquarius actually helps us to get a larger advantage, helps us to sort of see how all the dots are connected. Now it's just a matter of what we do with it. But, um, you know, Mercury is a travel planet, so is Jupiter. So there's a sense of movement and travel and needing to explore and go on adventures. I realize it's a little bit difficult to fully do that these days, but you're know, doing it in your own way and then on wednesday you know this is sort of the thing we, i was talking so much about this leo new moon that we also have some eclipse energy this week and you're like well weren't the eclipses back in may and june you were correct so we had a lunar eclipse in sagittarius and this would have been on um, may 26 i believe it was at five degrees of Sagittarius and then um, June 10th we had a solar eclipse in Gemini um, at uh, 19 degrees and this is actually the first time that we've had a solar eclipse in Gemini since 2012 I think maybe 2013 can't remember uh, it might have been the end of 20 uh, the end of 2013 or 2012 sorry but um, it's sort of this new uh, time with this this solar eclipse that we had on June 10th and even though that was I guess what is that almost two it is two months ago wait is that right yes it's two months ago it's kind of crazy um sorry time flies um even though it was two months ago those eclipses can get triggered after the fact so when Mars went into Virgo Virgo is what's called a mutable sign um, and the mutable signs are just refresh our Gemini Virgo Sagittarius and Pisces so now Mars is in this sort of the same sign you know for the cross of signs as the eclipses and Mars is a trigger it's a catalyst it pushes us to take action and to move and it can bring about events 
So Mars is now, not now, but I think as of last week, uh, maybe the week before, it's in Virgo. Yeah, it's two weeks ago. And it starts, it's starting to reach eclipse degrees. Um, it's even reaching, reaching the degrees of eclipses that we're going to see um, at the end of the year, if not um, at the end of the year. Uh, yeah, at the end of the year and also next spring. So sometimes you can see something happen. This is the thing about eclipses. It's kind of trippy. You can see uh, the eclipse before the eclipse. Mars gets to the degree of an eclipse that doesn't even happen for another six months. And there's, there's an event. You know, Mars is very event-oriented. Eclipses are very event-oriented. So, you know, when I go through the signs in a few moments, we'll sort of refresh ourselves where these eclipses are happening for the 12 signs. So, you know, Mars gets to, you know, Mars is in Virgo. Mars crosses the lunar nodes. I think it's around seven degrees is the aspect. Um, we're at a crossroads. There's something about this week. Yes, we just had this new moon. Yes, things are moving and shifting courtesy of Saturn square Uranus, but here's Mars. It's, it's in Virgo crossing the nodes. So pay attention to the events that are happening this week. Maybe they are a bit big. Maybe they feel faded. Maybe they feel like they're connected to a larger story. Maybe there's something that you need to take action on. The thing about Mars and Virgo is that it has its there's like a sharpness to Mars and Virgo. It's, it has a lot of discernment. It's a need to plan and to organize. Um, I think Mars is actually kind of underrated in Virgo. It can be a bit of a workaholic planet, but it sort of hints at the exaltation that Mars has, and it's a little bit technical information, that Mars has in Capricorn. You know, Mars does really great work in Capricorn. It's sort of, you know, Capricorn is a sign that builds upon the perfection and the duty and the hard work. Of Virgo to master the earth sign. So anyway, yes, we're at a crossroads this week. Uh, is it a left? Is it a right? Is it an up? Is it down? Is it a yes or a no? Speaking of which, you know, it's not just Mars that's on the lunar nodes this week. It's Mercury. By the time we get to the end of the week on August 15th, Mercury squares the lunar nodes and Mercury being the ruler of a lot of these eclipses. Um, Maybe it's sort of amplifying this sort of needing to make a decision, um, having discernment, needing to weigh our options because, you know, here's the refresh. The north node of the moon, um, and maybe if you are new to astrology, it's a very quick lesson. There's two points in the sky called the lunar nodes. They are not physical bodies. These two points are what make eclipses happen. They are just really where the uh, where we know if the sun and the moon, um, if we have a new moon or a full moon in alignment with these two points, and they and they move um, backwards, um, whereas the planets move forwards, that we're going to have a solar eclipse or a lunar eclipse. They are very charged axis, uh, not just where they are right now in the sky, but also where were they when you were born? That, that forms this really powerful axis of fate in your own life. And it talks about the story arc of your life. I love talking about the lunar nodes. Um, but for, for, for us right now, collectively, the north node is in Gemini, and there's this need to get new perspective, new ideas, new information. Because the South Node's in, in Sagittarius, we've the South Node and the North Node have been in Gemini and Sagittarius since I believe it was May of 2020. So we're very aware of what we what we believe in, what our truth, 
or what, even if it's not really truth, what our truth is, what our convictions are, what sort of ideology and things we're all fighting about. That's the thing about Sagittarius with the South Node there. We need to sort of make 100% sure that yeah, maybe we're wrong because that's the, that's the journey of the South Node in Sagittarius to the North Node in uh, Gemini. We need to sort of re-examine the information. We need to look at things from all the different perspectives, all the different sides, so that we can weigh a, a new approach, new decisions. Um, and so the lunar nodes are going to be in, um, I believe, Gemini and Sagittarius until the end of the year. Uh, don't quote me on that. I have to double check that information. But they will, by the way, the, the, the eclipses will start to go into Scorpio and Taurus, in particular Taurus. We're going to have a Taurus full moon on November 19th. Um, that's the first in the series. But right now, it's so much about information, ideas, truth, knowledge, convictions, choice. Is it, is it a yes? Is it a no? Are we doing this? Are we not doing this? Um, that's sort of this collective push and pull that we're going through right now. So with Mars and Virgo, uh, Mercury and Virgo this week, maybe we're having to make decisions or choices based on new information or new ideas, just something just something to think about. Um, so when we have something on the lunar nodes, it's evocative of eclipse energy. Um, every six months, we have eclipses, and they symbolize this sort of one chapter uh, closing, another chapter opening. You know, I tell people it's like there's a stage, and uh, the curtain comes down on one act, and the curtain comes up on another. And, and the thing about eclipses is that when the curtain comes up, it could be a completely different act. And that's why eclipse energy can feel so fast and swift, and suddenly we're just in a very different uh, scene or an act or um, part of our life. So keep that in mind this week as we do have some nodal activations. Uh, again, we're coming off of a new moon. Um, I just want to put next week on your radar because uh, Uranus will turn retrograde on August 19th. And then a couple days later, we will have a full moon. That's not next week. Um, I guess the week after that, we'll have a um, full moon in Aquarius at 29 degrees. Um, so I think next week's uh, astrology is going to be really interesting. Um, but more on that in next week's uh, show, uh, hopefully returning live. Uh, hopefully, I mean, hopefully there's no reason for that to happen. But um, yeah, you know, life... Life, life is happening, and I hope you all are well. Um, I'm, but anyway, let's go through the uh, 12 signs. We can sort of see where these lunar nodal activations are happening this week. So Aries, um, we, God, my mind went blank. So these eclipses are happening in something called your ninth sign and your third sign. These two uh, signs in your chart are so much about your education, what you believe in, what you put your faith in. Um, Sagittarius is about the external view of our world. I mean, we believe it's true because we have the degree, because we went there, we traveled there, because somebody that we really look up to, a mentor or a teacher told, or even um, a religious figure, because Sagittarius is a sign of religion, told us that this is true. That said, with that North Node uh, in your third sign, you know, there's so much about you need to get new perspectives, need to make new choices, and maybe say to yourself, maybe, 
maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe I, what I thought was true is not true. Maybe I just need to sort of open up my horizons, expand my horizons. So Mars is in your sixth sign, the sixth sign is about health and wellness. So maybe there's something about your health, needing to make different choices in your health, um, needing to take action with your health in some way. This also includes how you take care of your body, your, your hygiene, your routines, your daily routines, um, nutrition, the food that you eat. Um, maybe you're really busy right now, um, Aries, and there's a need to sort of reapproach or rethink or redo work. Maybe you've been maybe you've been too busy. Aries. So this is a time, Aries, because Mars is your planet, to really focus on perfection and craft and sort of going back and and doing you know, crossing your T's, down your I's, making making sure things are correct, doing the proofreading, Aries, because um, you know, there's a very much a focus right now on information and where is information coming from and like what do you you know, how are you getting this information um but that's sort of the main focus right now um it, you know, you're really going to see uh for example this energy show up more differently in other signs but that's where the focus is for you right now aries and maybe you are feeling like you're at a crossroads because mars is your sign mars is at on the um on the lunar nodes right now taurus how to think about that for a second uh, Taurus, so Gemini is one of your money signs. Sagittarius is one of your money signs. Gemini is more about the money that you earn, um, the money in your bank, what you need, what you value, what you spend money on, what you, the resources that you accumulate. And then Sagittarius is more about finance and sort of assets and wealth and sort of this need for wealth or the lack of wealth. So it's very much about your financial life right now, maybe even need to make some decisions and look at things differently and even re-examine your values right now. Um, the South Node in, you know, in Sagittarius for you, look at finances, look at you, your relationship with debt and power, your relationship with wealth. Um, maybe this is a time on a more pragmatic level, you're looking at mortgages and spending and your financial portfolio, for example, but you know, Taurus, I keep saying it, you're in a huge time of change. Um, you know, you had that new moon a few days ago, and that one really highlighted part of your chart that talks about home and family. So you may be seeing some changes um, in your living situation, or maybe you bought a home, maybe you bought a second home, you're making investments in yourself. Um, but I will say that, you know, Sagittarius is your eighth sign, and this is, you know, Part of your, you, you're in the eighth room right now. It's what I call the eighth sign in the astrology house because there's a need to face yourself at the moment, Taurus, and to look at things that maybe you haven't wanted to look at or maybe even didn't feel safe to look at. So do your deep inner work. Um, at this time, Mars is in Virgo. Virgo is your fifth sign. So this is a sense of like looking at the self, how you express who you are, and maybe even where you self-sabotage, where your shadow shows up, where it gets in the way, um, and where it kind of, there's this sort of struggle happening between like, what do I need in order to feel safe and secure at this time? And how do you get in the way of that? Or what, maybe you don't value something, or maybe you do value something. So there's this sort of dynamic um, that's happening around money and value, but it's also these sort of intrinsic values and self-worth. So 
that's where you're seeing this push and pull right now, but maybe having to make uh, a financial decision at this time. Gemini. <laughs> so you've been having eclipses in your sign, but not just your sign, but also the sign opposite you, which is your relationship sign at the moment. So yes, you had this um, solar eclipse on June 10th. Um, if your birthday is on June 10th, plus or minus a few days, it's probably a big time right now. Um, maybe it's a time when life is sort of, you know, twisting and turning, or maybe things are happening, or there's like a lot of, you know, events happening around you. Life can be get a little bit loud when we have an eclipse um, on our sign, and you are in a time of also new beginnings. Um, that said, you know, Mars is in the part of the chart that talks about home and family. Mars is a bit noisy. And this part of the chart, um, there can be a move, people are moving in, people are moving out, you've got guests coming over, there's noise in the home, Mars is wanting to get you organized and focused and to you know throw things out and to clean things out. Mars, you know, Virgo is all about cleaning and organizing. I mean, on, on some levels, Virgo is all about a lot of different things. But this is a big time for you, Gemini. Maybe you're feeling like you are at a crossroads that you need to sort of think about your future and you know which way is your future going and sort of how do you get practical and grounded in order to make these different futures happen. Um, but this is also a time when you need to think about um, health and wellness and work and, and projects and um, the things that maybe you need to sort of get focused on the details about but um this is putting into action a lot of this energy that was not just seeded in may and june but even going back to the previous rounds of eclipses we've got eclipses you know november 30th there was a lunar eclipse solar eclipse on december um, 14th and then we had previously june 5th of 2020 followed by um gosh i can't remember it was uh just, da, 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 da. I think we just had that. Yeah, we just had that uh, lunar eclipse in Sagittarius. We had two other eclipses. But they were in um, Cancer and Capricorn, two other different signs. But yeah, a, a story is unfolding in your life right now. Gemini is a story about relationships, a story about you. It's a story about new new directions and new times and new beginnings. Um, and this uh, this you know Mars and also Mercury, your planet crossing the nodes, is sort of making a lot of things real at the moment. Cancer. So Gemini is what's called your 12th sign. It's the last sign of your astrology chart. And when there's a sort of this dynamic that's happening between Gemini as your 12th sign, but also Sagittarius as your sixth sign, there's this sort of like, what is real? What is not real? What is tangible? What is intangible? What, you know, it's physical service versus spiritual service. It's really getting into the details about something versus completely surrendering. So there's a lot of, you know, there's a story arc, I'd rather I'll say, there's a story, a story arc that's happening about your spiritual life and what are you attached to and what maybe you need to let go of right now, uh, Cancer. And I know, you know, and I've said this previously in other videos, you know, Cancer, you are having to do a lot of deep work at the moment because Saturn is in what's called your eighth sign. So use this time to, you know, if something was seated um, back in May and June about letting things go and sort of getting really focused on um, 
your physical life, your physical health, diet, fitness, nutrition, then use Mars's time in Virgo to, to make things happen. Um, Virgo, for you, Cancer, is this, is your third sign. It's the sign, is that even correct? Wait, quick, let's do some quick math. Um, Cancer, Leo, Virgo, yeah. Virgo is your, your third sign. You know, sometimes um, when I do this, it feels like I'm having to dance backwards and do gym, mental gymnastics. So then I sort of stop myself midway and I'm like, wait a second, is that correct? But yes, Virgo is your third sign. So Mars right now is wanting you to get very sharp, very clear. Is it a yes? Is it a no? Is it a left or is it a right? Is it an up? Is it a down? Because you're at this point where you have to sort of look at the facts and make some choices um, get and, and, get, and use your discernment too. Um, and you know, with this sort of dynamic that's happening between health and wellness, both physical health and spiritual health, this is an excellent time, Cancer, to let something go. It can, can be an attachment, it could be an addiction, a physical addiction, something like you know, like a you know, smoking or whatever, um, or even like a spiritual addiction or a spiritual attachment that just isn't serving you anymore. That said, use this time to get your facts straight, um, to really gather the information that you need. But it's a busy time, Cancer. Maybe you um, are really feeling Mars. Um, lots of information, lots of calls, lots of texts, lots of DMs, um, appointments. And so it's a busy time. And so you're trying to like sort through everything at the moment. Um, but again, a little bit of a heavier time for you, Cancer. It's just on a broader scale. You're in a time of sort of coming to the end of something. Leo, happy, happy, happy belated birthday, Leo. Yeah, we're in the midst of your season. We just had that new moon if your birthday is on the eighth plus or minus a couple of days it's a big new year for you and it's one where certain parts of your life need to reform and transform and change and one of them is um, your relationships um, all relationships not just intimate partnership but how do you connect people one-on-one and then you have Saturn as the ruler of your sixth sign, which talks about health and wellness and how you take care of your body, diet, fitness, nutrition. But um, these eclipses are happening in a part of the chart that talks about your friendships, your social circle, your community. And then there's sort of these bigger questions about you and how do you fit in and how do you need to uh, leave something behind about or how do you sometimes let something let something go about yourself or how do you capit capitulate yourself but there's sort of this push and pull dynamic between like being yourself versus being accepted by the group right now leo um but mars is showing up in your second sign of money income material stability it's also about value this is maybe deeper question about like how are you valued by your friends how do you value yourself in the context of your social circle your social connections but even not just friends it's groups but it's also community it's even the future like sort of like how do you value yourself or value your talents and your abilities and what makes you you enough to be able to share that with the world or share that with a friend or share that with your community um, and maybe you're feeling a little bit shy at the moment but for you there this this is where the eclipses are happening um, and like I said you know more of the story Leo right now is just where other things are happening with Saturn square Uranus but 
with eclipses in your fifth sign, I just say this as an aside, the fifth sign does talk about children. So maybe children are entering your life at the moment, Leo, or this need to um, you know, really think about how you put your, your creative stamp on something. If it's not literal children, it's the things that are like children for us. Virgo. So Virgo, these eclipses have been happening in the top of your chart and also the bottom of your chart. So, you know, the Gemini is your career sign. And so you've been maybe you've been seeing some changes in your professional life, a new job, a new direction, um, new, new professional opportunities, and even, um, you know, a new role that you step in. And I just, you know, as, a, as an aside, and I've just noticed this kind of watching the astrology unfold for some, for some public officials. When you have an eclipse on your sun or near your sun um, or prominently in your chart, you're sort of, eclipses can be a little bit of a seesaw. Your star goes up, your star goes down, your, your fate and your fortunes go up, your fate and your fortunes go down. Um, sometimes when there's an eclipse to the sun, it shows up as physical you know, health challenges. Um, but sometimes it's like we're riding high and then here comes an eclipse and something gets comes out into the ocean, open. That brings us back down to earth. And this is, of course, for those who are being naughty. I'm sure none of you are being naughty right now. But this is just you know kind of thinking out loud. When you have eclipses in your 10th sign, you're having eclipses in a very public part of your chart. So it's like people see this. It's so it can be um, as much of a promotion and a pat on the back and sort of the sense that you've achieved this new milestone in your professional life as much of it is getting called out on something. That said, um, not, to, not, not to make you nervous, Virgo, um, you're also having eclipses in the part of the chart, part of the chart that talks about home and family. And when you're living situation and sort of the sense of like which way is your life going at the moment is it a you know what, what direction because this part this sort of axis in your chart does talk about where is your life being steered towards mars is in your sign mars is in virgo you feel very energized to take action to move forward or maybe mars is doing that thing where it's, it's sort of making things go kablooey a little bit in your life but mars initiates mars um, pushes us to take action when it's in the first sign it's time of new beginnings new chapters um, needing to go forward in this this new time in your life so maybe you didn't quite see certain things happen or you know exactly with those eclipses back on may 26th or june 10th but um Maybe now Mars is it's making it known. And Mars doesn't leave Virgo, I think, until the beginning of September. It goes into it goes into Libra. Don't quote me on that. Um, so Mars is going to heat things up all month long. This is one of the reasons why I said, look, August 2021, stuff's happening. You know, we got Mars on the lunar nodes, it's on eclipse degrees. We've got Saturn square Uranus. We've got this Leo new moon. We have Uranus turning retrograde. So there's just a lot happening. So yeah, hold on tight, Virgo. Um, life's, life's, life's a bit interesting at the moment. Libra. So these eclipses are happening in the chart that talks about ideas and information and also 
education and maybe there's this sort of greater question right now libra it's like what what do you know what do what do you know to be true do you think you know enough um because with the eclipses in your ninth sign um you're sort of opening to this time where it's about like how do you get your ideas out there how do you focus on higher education or something like higher education so you know some libras are going back to school some some libra or libra risings are really focusing on what they believe in what their truth is what they want to share with the world um some libras it's like needing to really examine information where information is coming from um your relationship with this information now mars is in virgo so virgo is libra's last sign so mars is in the most quiet and invisible part of the, the astrology house and it's hard to really push forward at this time there's sort of this greater uh story about surrender and how maybe it's like you gotta sort of wait and rest and maybe wait until mars gets into libra um probably in september it's like now i have to know exactly when this is mars goes into libra on september 14th see we we answered that um but yeah there's this need to sort of take a take a rest not not push too much um do a lot of soul searching at this time um and if maybe you think something is true use mars and virgo to really focus on your intuition and to get quiet and to feel like is this is this the right choice for you is this the right direction um but there is sort of this dynamic that's happening around faith and truth and meaning and external faith external truth but also inner faith and inner meaning and so mars typically doesn't have a lot of energy where it is right now so if you feel a little depleted if you feel a little tired libra 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 rising um don't push it wait till mid-september when you have um, a lot more gas in the tank so to speak scorpio so yeah you're just coming off that leo new moon scorpio that really highlighted your professional life your your ambitions your directions your public reputation so life is sort of taking some turns over the coming days and weeks that said you know this sort of nodal axis for you is happening in the part of your chart that talks about money and income and material stability and material security but also the other side of things finance wealth debt assets benefits so there's this financial dynamic that's happening right now scorpio and there's this this sort of greater question about what do you value what do you sort of put your your faith in that's gonna you know so that things are gonna be there for you but it is a time to create more material stability in your, in your life scorpio um i will say because that north node is in your eighth sign and you are the eighth sign scorpio um maybe it's a little bit of a heavier time emotionally you're sort of having to do a lot of deep work and deep transformation work yes things that you're typically totally okay with uh scorpio but maybe it's maybe you're just feeling a little bit tired at the moment it's like i don't want to transform i just want to do whatever it's august have fun um that said mars your planet is in virgo and for you virgo is your 11th sign so it's about community it's about society it's about groups about friendships so mars is really putting an emphasis on the groups that you're a part of the, 
the, the friend, your friends in your social circle, who you're connected to. So it's a very f sort of broad-minded Mars right now. You're more out there in the world than you are at home. You're also looking ahead towards things. And maybe it's like, you know, as you sort of put yourself out there in the world, and you, do you feel safe? Do you feel like your friends value you or your community values you? Or, you know, maybe there's some deeper emotional dynamics that are intimacy, vulnerability that are coming up in friendship and community. But again, it's also time to set your sights in the future because, you know, Mars, when it goes into Libra, on September 14th, um, Libra for you is your 12th sign. So you're sort of entering from mid-September into the end of October. I think Mars goes into Scorpio um, the day for Halloween. Um, so when Mars goes into Scorpio, you kind of get your strength back, you get your power back, but you know, between mid-September and uh, the end of October, it's typically a time when you rest, you recharge, you prepare for the next cycle, but we're not there yet. So this is a time, Scorpio, where you need to now, like, you've sort of done a full arc. Mars takes two years to go around the zodiac, so look back two years ago. Um, and it's just, this is about your time of looking out into the future, really sort of strategizing what you do best. Um, that's the thing about um, Scorpio. It's like there's this thing about Virgo energy, like this need to strategize and to plan and to, to look many steps ahead. So that's sort of where you're at right now, Scorpio. But sort of the emphasis at the moment is really the Saturn-Uranus square that we've been talking about, uh, we talked about last week. So you can go back and listen to that. Sagittarius. So... You had eclipses in your your sign on May 26th. So when you have an eclipse in your sign or your rising sign, it's a time of new beginnings, new actions, new initiatives. You have this solar eclipse in, in um, Gemini back on June 10th, and Gemini is your relationship sign. So if you're not in a relationship, maybe this is a time when the window is open for new people to come in. If you are in a relationship, it is about your partnership, your partner, your partner's needs and wants, and how do you sort of negotiate yourself to somebody else's uh, needs and wants at the moment? Um, because it's the thing about relationships. There isn't a, a I don't mean loss of self. Um, it's more like we have to sort of leave some of our own needs behind to negotiate um, in order to meet somebody halfway, ideally. So you know, here you are, you have that solar eclipse um, energy in your relationship sign. It's a time about new connections in general, not just romantic connections. But Mars is in Virgo, and Virgo is your career sign. So you're at this crossroads, you're sort of thinking about your professional life, you want to take action, move forward. Um, but you maybe you're having to negotiate with a partner, maybe you're having to think about the needs of other people. Um, but this is a big time for you, Sag, and it, that Mars really does activate um, these eclipse degrees. And I think that you're doing a little bit of dance. Um, when Mars is in your career sign, it only happens once every two years, it's a career peak for you right now Sagittarius it's not your only career peak but it's a time when you're really feeling that push to really put yourself out there in the world at the moment and let's Virgo is very driven by uh 
details and focus and so maybe you really focus on the details at the moment um but with jupiter back in aquarius this and even saturn aquarius it's time to kind of examine your voice how you use your voice how you think how you listen how you learn and really thinking about the serious choices that you need to make right now to use that mars more proactively in your professional life so use this time to get things back in balance to check in with your relationships but also get very clear about what your professional goals and ambitions are especially as you start to get to the point where you plan and think for the next two years because mars takes two years to go around the sun Capricorn, Capricorn, you're in such an interesting place right now because you're sort of in this dance with Uranus at the moment a lot of things have to change that said, um, this, these eclipses are happening between your 12th and your 6th sign. So the, when the Sag energy shows up for you, it's about surrender. It's about letting go. And I know that those words don't always, you don't always want to listen to those words. It's like, I don't want to let go. I don't want to surrender. I'm a Capricorn. Um, but that's sort of where you're at the moment. It's like a lot of soul searching, a lot of deep work you know especially as you externally have to shift and change with the with the saturn square uranus but the other side of these eclipses you know it's been health and wellness and how you take care of your body how you incarnate yourself how you are in your body um needing to look at fitness and diet and nutrition and may, maybe make very different choices i mean it's kind of really at the heart of this um, eclipse series is sort of getting new perspectives on your day-to-day -day life focusing on the rituals and the details now Mars is in Virgo and Virgo for you is about what do you believe in what's your truth what's your faith what's your wisdom what's your convictions what do you rally behind what do you fight for and maybe Mars is really inspiring you to kind of stand up for what you believe in or go after what you want. Um, but it's it's very philosophical time for you. But as you sort of look externally in the world and you travel the world or you sort of um, metaphorically travel the real world at the moment, that is supposed to uh, help you reframe a lot of things in your life, show you the things that are just really aren't important. It's time to let them go but also focus on the things that are really important, the details that you need to absolutely uh, focus on. But you're doing a little bit of a dance right now, uh, Capricorn, because a lot is shifting and changing this year. And I think Mars is helping you to get new viewpoints, um, new, new perspectives on the world, so you can have a little bit more of an internal shift, a spiritual shift, but also a shift in your day-to-day -day life. Aquarius. Um, these eclipses are happening in the part of your chart talks about friends and communities, how you put yourself out there, your social circle, your hopes and dreams and wishes for the future. Um, for you, you know, that's sort of, there's this deeper question, Aquarius. It's like, where do you belong? Like, who's your tribe? Who's your friends? Who's your community? Um, and maybe kind of feeling that awkward feels that we all have, especially Aquarius. Aquarius is so much about humanity, but there is this energy in Aquarius of uh, disconnection and like not feeling like they're a part of something. I think that's sort of the duality of Aquarius. And Aquarius's fifth sign is Gemini. You know, it is part of the, the air triplicity. That's, that's a technical point. Um, but yeah, we sometimes forget that Aquarius is a secret Gemini. 
And Gemini, sort of the, 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 the polarities and the uh, dualities that exist in life, and I think sometimes with Aquarius, we, we really see this a little bit more exaggerated. Aquarius is a sign of humanity and allegedly peace and love, but at the same time, there can be such a coldness in Aquarius. So it's this duality that you inhabit. So you're sort of looking at where you feel disconnected from friends, community, and social circle, but also where that North Node is in your fifth sign, like really connecting and expressing who you truly are, your creative, your gifts and your talents and your abilities and what sets you apart from your peers. It's also a time when you're looking at convictions and sort of these bigger social issues and social causes and justice and equity. Um, but Mars is in Virgo at the moment and uh, Virgo for you, Aquarius is about, um, it's your eighth sign. So I think Mars in the eighth sign can really bring and bring up and trigger a lot of deep emotions at the moment. So Aquarius, if you're feeling a little unsafe or if you're feeling like you're having to face something, if it's really requiring a lot of emotional bravery and fortitude, it's sort of this time that you're in until the middle of September. Um, but when you when anything goes through the eighth room um, of your astrology house, there's a need for it to be tested for us to do the deep work. And then when we get to the other side, you know, for you, Aquarius, when Mars goes into Libra on September 14th, that's when you sort of gain the new perspective. You get the wisdom and knowledge because you've tested yourself. You really did the work and you've been the necessary spiritual alchemy right now so yes there are these bigger questions about self and who you are but in order to be able to answer that you've got to go really deep within and sort of start ripping out your insides um eighth, eighth room so sorry Aquarius um and that sort of brings you to the other side um next month but you know a lot of things are shifting and shaking right now Aquarius because you do have Saturn square Uranus so you're probably wondering who are you at the moment which way is up um, because life has been transforming so much in the moment so hang in there Aquarius um, you're, you're sort of one of those signs that's in sort of the middle of things at the moment Pisces so Pisces uh, this is a time when uh, these eclipses are really hitting upon you on a, on a deeper level you've got the 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 north node is in your sign of home and family you've got the south node in your professional life so this, maybe there's been a move for the past few months maybe there's been the thoughts of a move and then you also have the um, changes in your professional life uh, new jobs um, sometimes job loss sometimes job gain when the eclipses are happening as part of the chart but it's really really about how do you shift the direction that your life has been taking up into this point and maybe even taking on new responsibilities but having to examine you know examine your motives for example um but th there's been a lot of changes in your home environment um over the past six months more um, especially with that solar eclipse back on june 10th but mars is in your relationship sign so until September 14th, relationships are a bit hot at the moment. I mean, all relationships, not just romantic partnerships, not just uh, part, you know, the people you live with or marriage, for example. But nevertheless, um, if you are in a relationship and there is already an existing strain, Mars sort of 
activates it. It puts more strain on things or the need to resolve something between you and a partner. If you are not in a relationship, then Mars is really inspiring and motivating you to connect to other people. Um, this includes both romantic and not romantic, but Mars can be a bit hot in this part of the chart. Um, your interactions with people are really kind of pu pushing you to either stand up for yourself or sort of assert your individuality and your identity. But um, I think Mars is also triggering the, ch the changes in the home environment, the changes in um, your living situation, family, um, but also career and sort of the direction that your life is taking, has been taking, will take. So there you go. That's your look at the signs um, this week, all 12 signs. Um, like I said, I'm doing this recorded. I, I, I'm, I thank you so much for your patience. Um, and just a little note, because um, somebody did write me and ask about my monthly horoscopes. And yes, I'm very sorry. I had to sort of put them on hiatus, possibly permanent hiatus. I was doing the, the, the monthly written horoscope since um, October of 2014. So we were, we were coming up on, what is that, uh, eight, no, seven years. Um, it just became a lot of work, a lot of work on top of, top of this, on top of life, on top of clients. So um, maybe uh, a, a different solution presents itself in the future, but um, just, just for now, just so I don't lose my mind, um, we just have to sort of put it um, on the side for the moment. So I'm very sorry, and I know a lot of you really uh, enjoyed the monthly horoscopes, not just the recent video editions, but the OG ones that were, were written. Um, yeah, that was like 10,000 words, by the way. Uh, by the time everything was done, um, all everything was like 10,000, it was like two, two solid days of work. And often it was just a weekend and I would lose a weekend. So anyway, but you guys enjoyed it, which is the most important thing. So just a little side note in case you missed the, the times that I talked about that back, um, back in June. Um, but yeah, that is your look at the astrology of this week. Uh, this pre-recorded look at the astrology of this week. My name is Katie Sweetman. Uh, we've been looking at August 9th through 15th, uh, 2021. We've got a lot of, a lot of hot things going on in the sky this week, not just the energies of the new moon, but as we discussed, uh, Mars and Mercury on the lunar nodes. Um, you can follow me online at empoweringastrology.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Um, sign up for my newsletter. And of course, a lot of you I know are my clients. So you can book one-on-one -on -one consultations with me. I really wanted to have this done in advance. Um, I wanted to talk more about the uh, online teaching modules that I'm going to be doing for to learn astrology because over the years, so many of you have been saying, like, when are you going to start teaching astrology more formally? And I'm like, I know time, don't have a lot of it. I want to do it. So I've been trying to get that out all year and it's just been like one thing after another. But maybe I will have a little bit more uh, concrete stuff to share with you all next week or even the week after we have the, the full moon. So do have a wonderful week. Those who are watching this on the replay, um, like I said, it wasn't live. Um, on Instagram, uh, IGTV, on Facebook, on YouTube, or listening as podcast on Spotify. So I thank you all uh, for joining me for yet again, uh, look at the astrology. My name is Katie Sweetman, and I will see you all next week. Take care.
Bye.